listener production. For those who like their yolks runny and their dough sour. Yum! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, yesterday Mr John Safran came on the show and let us know that sh- cigarettes will kill you, but someone's been saying that for over 20 years. Open your heart, catch my busy. I gamble everything, we can set this thing apart. Cause we're gonna, gonna gamble everything for love. I know you think about jumping ship before it sinks, but we are all in this together. Yeah, I remembered. I think it's track one on the Hottest 100 Volume 6, the first one I ever had. Cigarettes Will Kill You. What a tune from Ben Lee. And he's been pumping out hits like that ever since. He's going to be jumping on the show with us today. Yeah, we're so excited. We're also getting ready for the lead-up to Grand Final Weekend. Uh, It's happening in Perth now, so we thought we'd check in uh, to that part of the world and see what's been happening. A little bit of an eye on Perth ahead of the big GF. What have our personalities been up to? Uh, we're going to be, yeah, diving into uh, the big Swan River dissected city, which will be pumping this weekend. Oh, man, the vibes will be off the Richter scale, to use a term that has been quite relevant this week. Yeah, look, and my core will probably be off the Richter scale as well. Uh, We'll be doing a few plank calls and a (laughs) bit of leftovers. Can't wait to get stuck right in. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Tyson, as mentioned in the intro, the grand final is happening. It's migrated from Melbourne to all the way on the other side of the country to Perth, Western Australia uh, for the big bounce uh, on this Saturday night. And look, um, we thought we'd take this opportunity to really get our little eye focused on what is, I still believe, the most isolated city in the world. Absolutely. I mean, Bonnie Ver wrote a song about it, Tame Impala. Wrote many songs there. I mean, it's it's a pretty big place, and I, the vibes will be pumping this weekend, Matt O'Kine, uh, when the the big game comes to town. Mark McGrown reckons it's going to be the best grand final of all time. The premier, oh, he would, he, wouldn't he? He's got a big uh, Juan He's Antonio Semarang recently, hasn't he? Yeah, because there's been a lot of them, and uh, he's. He's going to say it's going to be the, the greatest. So it should should be good. I mean, the place has barely had a stumble across the last 18 months. Let's be honest. No, they've been absolutely killing it. So congrats to everyone in Perth living their best. So we thought now's the time to put our eye on Perth. Can I get some music, please? All right, let's see what's happening over in Perth, Western Australia. Okay, there's a big Sephora opening in Carignup. Shopping centre soon. <laughs> Wait, Sephora. The, is that skincare? B- some sort of beauty <laughs> giant. <laughs> you don't even what know they, what it is. What do they do? Little necklaces or something? Uh, that's Pandora. <laughs> Anyways, look, let's go. Let's move on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bron, Bron, do you know what Sephora is? Of course. It's, yeah, it's like a makeup and beauty. There you brand. go. Old O'Kind. Say it as if he knows. Might need, a, knows what's might need a bit of makeup after I've got all this egg on my face. Okay, come on. Let's keep going. Crowns Perth Casino's in a little bit of hot water after their high roller pearl room. Stayed open during the last lockdown. Uh-oh. Mm. Everything's supposed to be closed, but old mates dropping hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, at the tables suddenly found their way into uh, the nightlife. I've got a uh, medical exemption. Oh, yeah, what's that? 
I seem to have a fat stack in my chest. <laughs> right this way, sir. <laughs> um, the Perth Royal Show. Um, parents will be glad to know that their lost little ones will be able to be reunited with their family faster thanks to the new QR code system. So that'll put everyone to uh, ease. What, um, the, what? As in kids will have a mobile phone? No, they get a little bracelet with a QR code, I think, and then you, you, you can find them that way. If anyone's lost, you just scan their code. The little kids, the little sheeple who have got the tracking <laughs> devices put on them. Well, is, is Bill Gates running the, the Perth show now, Matt? Unbelievable. What happened to if, if I can't find you, we'll meet under the Ferris wheel? Yeah. Like that's, Goodness that's how me. it works. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen and Isla Fisher are bringing a bit of Hollywood to Perth, as one of the headlines I read said. Um, of course, Western Australia being Isla's home state, and not only was she frequenting some movie festivals down the southwest, but Sasha making a few appearances at the Comics Lounge, the Comedy Lounge. Oh, seriously? In Perth. Jumping up. Yep, and Isla catching up with a few other homegrown heroes, aka Rove McManus and Luke Longley. So it's all it's all a bit glamorous. I loved seeing Luke driving around on the quad bike south of Perth in the uh, the documentary. Follow up to the last yeah. dance. Well, look, speaking about uh, going rural, going rogue, some beekeepers in the Swan Valley are not happy, having resorted to uh, placing cameras in the bush to monitor their hives, putting tracking chips inside some of their hives as well because of. <sighs> Cases of theft and vandalism. People four wheel driving through, shooting at the beehives, apparently. Oh, absolutely. Pushing gronks. them over. Absolutely. Hope you all get a solid sting on your butt. <laughs> exactly right. Well, let's take a bit of a vibe check from Perth. Alex is there right now. G'day, Alex. Hey, guys. How you going? Pretty good, man. That sounds like a lot going on there at the moment, including the big grand final tomorrow. How are you feeling there? What's the word on the street? Oh, I think everyone's pumped. I mean, we never thought we'd see the day. It's, uh, it's one of those big events that, you know, never graces the Western side, even though we all know West is best. Mate, you know what? You've been saying that West is best for a long time. And as time goes by, I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you must be all sitting back, just looking at the rest of Australia going, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're just sitting there going, COVID who? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Indeed. Well, it's a big one. It doesn't mean you're going to be going for the Western Bulldogs, named, named after the Western suburbs of Melbourne, but now representing all things West. No, I, I'm going for Melbourne. It's Ooh. kind of like a Cinderella story. Well, yeah. Oh, interesting. 1964, the last uh, last one, I believe, the, the D's Are had a win. Are you going to the final? No, I tried to get tickets, but I uh, joined the general population queue and uh, was 40,000th in the queue, so <laughs> <laughs> couldn't, uh, couldn't get them, unfortunately. Goodness me. Well, it should be big. The new stadium built there. It's a cracker. I had a visit at one point looking very, very nice. Enjoy beauty, the eh? weekend. Well, well, what are you going to do? How, if you're not going to go, where are you going to watch it? The Pearl Room at the at the casino, mate. <laughs> what do you reckon, mate? Come on, you know what Alex Sorry, is up to. Sorry, I don't to? have a I don't have a case of a fat stack in my chest, so I can't. <laughs> all right, well, keep working at it there, Alex. You should be fine. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, all the best for a huge weekend in Perth. No worries, go Melbourne. I love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. Well, Matt, it's been a good, fun week, but we're here on a Friday and something has yet to happen. And that is no Matt and Alex listener has yet received a plank call. Yeah, that's right. We asked you to put your number into our database uh, by hitting us up on our 
at matt.and.alex saying, hey, I want to be part of the planking database, giving us your number and knowing full well that we could give you a call at any time and ask you to say an as yet undecided word. Yeah. And as soon as you answer, you will hear a man in the plank position desperately begging you to help get them out of it by saying the code word. Now, the code word changes every week on the plank calls. Uh, And this week, producer Bron, the code word is... Serendipity. Okay. So when we get in the plank and we make the call, we've got to get the listener to say serendipity uh, in the shortest amount of time possible uh, in order to win a massive prize. I barely even know what it... Can I Google it, please? (laughs) Sure, Google it. But uh, whilst you're doing that, Bron, keeping things nice and tricky for us, you also have some banned words that we're not allowed to use while giving the listener clues. Now, Matt fumbled bok choy last week by saying the word <laughs> vegetable, I believe, which was totally banned. I think I said green. I said oh, white great. at the bottom, green at the top. And oh, green. Out. You're out. out. <laughs> uh, so what are our banned words today for our plank calls? So we can't say chance, you can't say luck or lucky, and you can't say John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> now, that tells okay. me because I remembered <laughs> in my media room there was a poster of the movie Serendipity with John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. So I was going to, that was my, that's what I was going to go with. But John Cusack is banned and I'm not sure listeners will guess it on Kate Beckinsale alone. So um, we're going to, we're going to dive on in. I went first last time. So Matt, you are first into the plank position, get down. And I'm going to be giving listener Ben from Adelaide a call. Not going to know the call's coming through, but as soon as he picks up, Matt is going to start screaming at him and try and get the best time on plank calls because I believe I'm in front um, on the leaderboard, Bron. Uh, Alex Dyson up 2 0. Yes, Matt needs this one. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, this is oh, crucial. Thanks okay. very much. All right, get on that ground, mate. All right, get, get those elbows there, get the legs up, and I'm going to hit the call button. Are you ready to go? Okay. <laughs> You know, Dyson, you'll know these days. You know when you dress not thinking you'll be seen? Yeah. <laughs> You're looking fine, man. I, I got my ramen noodle socks on. Anyways, all right, let's do this. All right, I'm making the call. As soon as it uh, picks up, you've got to get in that plank position. Here we go. Yeah. Hello. Ben, you're being plank called. It's Matt. Hey, um, it's Matt from Matt and Alex. Hey, what is it when there's like a meeting? You you meet someone, you didn't think it would happen. It's quite uh, unexpected. Um, you'd think, oh, wow, that's that's interesting. <laughs> Who would have thought that this would happen? Um, uh, you surprised. Um, it's it's like also uh, yeah. Uh, there's, there's um, think Kate Beckinsale. Um, you. <laughs> You'd be like, wow, who would have thought? Um, wow, I mean, this this moment really is quite an indication. I'm crumbling here, Ben. A very, um, very difficult word. It's Come a on. word. Do you more, do you more. Uh, it's... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I think I'm down. Oh, he's down, he's down. Ben, buzz him out. He's down. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my. What that are you doing? Not, not your fault for Ben from Adelaide. That was a gentleman who was lasted 49.85 seconds in the plank position but crumbled under ben. the pressure. Bro, what did you hear you from crumb. your end, Ben? You crumbled. Oh, mate. It was just absolute chaos, mate. Absolute chaos. So did you did you get anything at all? I mean, give me some of the words that you thought it could have been. Um, Surprise. 
Uh, oh, I shoot. Um, oh, I don't know, mate. You, you, you caught me off guard. Where are you? What are you up to when you got plank called? Oh, I was. Oh, oh, I'm actually at the shop. <laughs> what is with Everyone's at the shops when I call them. What? Why? The only place you can go. Oh. Uh, ben, um, I'm very, very sorry. The uh, the word we were looking for is serendipity, is what Matt was going there. Oh, yeah. As if I'd get that, mate. Well, seriously. I think just yelling Kate Beckinsale into the void. <laughs> Did you just wait till you're under the pressure. Thank you very much, Alex right, Dyson. You'll see what see comes what out of your do. mouth. I'm going to see what I can do. Thank you very much, Ben. It's going to be tough to uh, come back from there, but we appreciate you uh, hanging on there, mate. Um, which means it's time for me to have a go. Right, <coughs> Matt, how are you come feeling on, about mate. it? Do you want to just debrief with me there for a moment? Oh, look, I'm feeling disappointed. I'm realising that it was once I, I had one tact tactic, and I needed multiple approaches. Yeah. I, I Once I was done with that one, I, I didn't know where else to go. It was a one-way street. Plan A, a B, end. C, D and E yep. if you're going to get through this. Yep. Um, cool. I All mean, right. he said surprise and I should have said, you know, I should have said first, same first letter yeah. or something. But anyways. All right. Now I'm going to be planking up on my traditional position of up on the desk here. Let's just get this down a little bit. <clears throat> All righty. Now my uh, plank caller is Erin who got in touch with the database. As you can, feel free to uh, jump on and put your hand up. Uh, Producer Bron will chuck who in the database and this will be fine. Got to try and get Erin to say serendipity before falling down. Hello, Erin speaking. Erin, it's Alex Dyson with a plank call. I've got a long word for you. Let's do it in parts, okay? At the end of a footy game, what is the sound that is made? Siren. Yes. Next one. Hummus is a type of... Dip. Yes. What is a shame? Another word for a shame. Um, embarrassed? No. If something's a shame, oh, that's a bit of a... Oh, um, um, bummer. Yeah, almost. Uh, keep going. Um, um, a shame, a bummer, um, oh, um, a pity? Yes, absolutely right. Now put them all together. Siren, pit, pity. Yep. Now what's a long word that sounds like that? Serendipity. Yes, absolutely right. Oh, what? Well, he's got it. He's got it. You've won it, Aaron. Congratulations. Oh Serendipity. pity. We've got there the play call number one. Damn he goes up three to nothing. Aaron, yes, you are a champion. You are a legend. Oh, Aaron, you, you worked it out beautifully, Aaron, there. Talk Thank us through what was going Thank through you. the head. I think we could do that. <laughs> Um, Alex and I just have a connection, that's you know. It. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Had a bit of a crush on you. So. <laughs> oh, that's so kind of you, Aaron. See, we're on the same wavelength. This is perfect. See, that's it. Ben didn't have a crush on me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, well, you know, crumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron, what were you doing? I mean, you never want to ever experience a, expect a plank um, call, but it happened. Where I were you? Know. Um, I'm actually sitting at my desk at work. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you know, you know that you don't work at a shopping centre, do you? <laughs> no, no, a law firm. <laughs> oh, right. incredible! Well, you can tell everyone at the firm that you have just won a Matt and Alex robe. Oh my freaking goodness! Thank you. They're hot property. They're starting to run out. So you're you're very very good uh, there, Erin. Congratulations, oh, Erin. Thank you for putting up your hand for a plank call. Thank you. Have a good one. We'll catch you later. And yeah, please, if you want to be a winner like Erin, and just hope that you get Alex Dyson on the end of your plank call, uh, oh please, Matt.Alex, send us a message and say, "Yep, put me down. Here's my number." Can I say, it was an honour watching such a massive planker at work. <laughs> you are. The master. Wait, I'm planking shorter than you. You're a bigger planker than me.
Anyway, let's move on. This is All Day Breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Well, Matt, so excited to be joined on All Day Breakfast now from a gentleman whose music we've been listening to for years and who's coming out with a brand new direction that not a lot of people are doing right now. It is called Positivity in the brand new song Born for This Bullshit. It is the unmistakable sounds of Mr. Ben Lee. G'day, Ben. How's it going? What a that was a beautiful intro. I actually really like. I should have you like went before I come on stage, like a James Brown type thing. That was really good. Mate, more than happy yeah. to. As long as the microphone <laughs> descends directly from the roof above me yeah. and I can lean up into it like in a boxing <laughs> ring, I'd be more than happy oh, to help amazing. you out on that one. <laughs> um, how are you, man? It's uh, it's been a while since we've chatted to you. What's been uh, yeah. what's been keeping you busy? Oh, you know, I mean. Um, there was this virus. Um, yeah. yeah, no, um, yeah, just, you know, um, yeah, it's just been an interesting time, actually been a really creative time. I think part of what is so fascinating about having, like we're continuing to go through it, but this whole experience of the last 18 months is like you're sort of seeing what what ourselves and what each other are made of mm. in different ways. Um, I think there are some people who, we've seen some real dark stuff come out of that we didn't quite realize was in there, you know, um, <laughs> uh, like, you know, your local yoga teacher, um, but, uh, but, but also like deep resilience and humor and um, connection, you know, the amount of people I've connected to creative people, really interesting thinkers who are like, we're figuring it out together, you know? So I just think that sort of, that's been the more reassuring side of it, like just realising it has been a very, like, revealing period. Okay, and, and what have you learned about yourself during this period? Um, I've realised that cheekiness gets me through everything. <laughs> Is that your cheekiness or other people's cheekiness? Uh, I mean, I need it in myself. So, like, it's got to come from me, but I appreciate it in others also. Um that it's, it's almost like a hidden superpower. Like people don't talk about that. I mean, mm. I noticed it when I started playing tennis because I do tennis the same way I do my music career, like all chutzpah. <laughs> sure. So I would say, because I think drop shots are a cheeky sporting Bro, all maneuver. All I do is drop so shots. Are you- That's all I do. I'm too scared to actually hit it hard. What about you, Ben? Yeah, but also hustle. Like I'll go for balls that other people will just go, oh, I can't be bothered going to get that. I'll be like, that's mine. Yeah. And so so it's that kind of like the go get it kind of thing, you know, um, making it happen. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I've just realised, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's a weird thing. Like as an artist, you start with this thing that is in there naturally, but it's so wrapped up in like insecurity and mm. need to be liked and validation and all that. But it's still, it's there. It's there at the beginning. You are you and mm. that's all you're ever going to be. And then you go on this massive journey to fortify it simply so that you can continue to be the thing that you already are. But yeah, you know? do, do you find that that has changed? I mean, certainly seeing as you've been an artist for 30 years now, has being who you are changed significantly in the way that 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 is portrayed 
externally. Like, and I guess the thing that always I always think about is 30 years ago, I'm imagining you kind of would have written a song and released it and done a few interviews and then toured. And now it feels like as a musician, you can't compete unless you're not just writing the song, but also releasing a feature films worth of Instagram posts and TikToks <laughs> and going online and engaging with people on Twitter and Instagram and doing the promo and doing the extra TV shows. Yeah, but is that that different to that we used to make flyers and go to Kinko's and copy them and <laughs> then go and take them up and, you know, like you'd go stand outside gigs and be promoting yourself and you'd be like, you know, like it's all just self-promotion and it was mm. always a 24-hour-a-day job if you wanted to make it, quote-unquote, in popular culture, whatever that means. It's like look at any band, like whether it was like the Stooges or, you know, whatever, like they were out there like flyering their neighbourhoods, trying to get on bills and all that sort of thing. And then just like the social part of it, yeah, now it's like on a platform, but your social currency, what, what you meant as a person in a space, was always a huge part of like how you got involved in great projects. Like I, I'm a firm believer in like there are so many people who are technically more gifted than I am, but I pride myself on being a pretty fascinating hang, you know, <laughs> and I think you can go a really long way on that. And that's kind of what like I'm fun, like the album's called I'm Fun and the song's got Born for This Bullshit. It's me embracing that and just going like I used to be embarrassed about that. I used to be like, oh, my God. How can charisma, how can cheekiness, how can like leadership, how can those kind of qualities be part of the vision? If it, it shouldn't be like Jay Mascus, like being the fastest guitar player yeah. there, or Bob Dylan, the best lyricist. <laughs> or, and then you go like, no, it's also like, you know, like Muhammad Ali was the boxing, but he was also the press conferences, you know? Oh, he was and a cheeky man. Be, oh, <laughs> yeah, Ali. Oh, you had a couple of little things in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. It's all about sharing your energy. And I just think like, that takes skill too. So it's just all part of it, you know? Well, Born for This Bullshit, I really loved the the angle that you were taking on it with that positivity that is mentioned in the song, uh, particularly, you know, hearing it uh, at the end of this week because it, the song does come out today, so you can check it out. But this week I had a day, Ben, where there was an earthquake in my city in the morning and I then walked through uh, lines of riot police running directly past me on my walk whilst they had the masks on to protect them from the deadly virus spreading through the city. And it was difficult to be in that positive mind space because it was the closest to a dystopia I've ever been in. Can you tell me your secret to pulling out of that, those those positive messages that um, that you've been able to to really um, lean into through this release? Well, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, I think that the main thing is that genuine positivity should not be naive. You know, genuine positivity is not about blocking out the complexity or the suffering of the world. Mm. Like that's why I always like the Buddhists because they were just like these really happy people who when you ask them what their belief is, they say life is suffering. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. My dad said that to me on the phone the other day. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's life amazing. Life is suffering. Yeah. And what they, by meditating on their own mortality and on worms eating their flesh, <laughs> they are liberated <laughs> from the concerns of needing to control life. Yeah. So I look at it as like, yeah, like born for this bullshit, like being in this insanity. Like it's like show business, right? Like mm. I'm 43. I'm putting out a new album. 
right, called I'm Fun. The odds, <laughs> like if you look at it numerically, get down to the stats. Yeah. This is not loaded in my favour. Yeah. However. <laughs> and going, however, going big on the latest social media platform while doing it and being on the yeah, Mars Singer as it's all happening, it's, it's huge. Exactly. But when I started writing the album, none of that existed. Mm. All that existed was me coming out of a period where people have, on the whole, not been that interested in what I've been doing. I've just been churning out records and doing it and, you know, but I had a vision of, like, I, I, I changed the way I thought. Like, when I was turning 40, one night I went on Twitter and I said, who are your favourite artists who made their best records after 40? And I got back the best comprehensive list of responses from like Willie Nelson to Tom Waits to Bonnie Raitt to Lucinda Williams to, you know, Leonard Cohen. I mean, there's just so many. And what I really realized looking at that list was they're all in my genre. They're singer-songwriters. Like as a singer-songwriter, the fact that I wasn't going into my 40s thinking, oh, this is the decade where I make my best work was a problem. Yeah. It was working against me that I had I had the wrong goalpost set up, you know? So I rejigged it and I made a playlist and with only artists who made work after 40. And I brainwashed myself. <laughs> I just listened to it over and over and I got into it and I went, what is all these, what do these records have in common? Oh, they're some of the most honest work that these artists had ever done. The, it's work where people wear their scars and their failures like medals. Right. Because Mm. you have gravity as a person, but also they're intensely playful. There's like something that comes with getting older where you throw off the shackles of worrying about what everyone else is doing and you go, let's play, let's do this. So anyway, my point being to all of this is like, if you look at the numbers, they don't look good, like climate change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yet, if you come into it with the attitude that there's got to be a solution in here. There's got to be. Mm. Like we are we are beings that have the capacity to form solutions. That's like, awesome. Thinking of it like the world has done its yes. best work after 2021. Like I have not <laughs> been able to get that into my head until now, Ben Lee. Until Dude, listen, now. I had a I had a this this Christian woman, because I get people of like all faiths kind of faiths like connecting with me because they know I'm not judgmental of that. Even though I'm not like in organized religion, I respect people that have mm-hmm. faith and I see it all as like, you know, it's part of the tapestry of, you know, the world. This woman said to me, I'm so troubled by the way anti-vaxxers have taken over the church. And they really have. And she said, her belief, she's like, if I believe in God, why wouldn't I believe in a God that would give me the ability to solve problems? And I was like, hell yeah, that's, that's a great <laughs> logic. That totally makes sense. So all of it is kind of like being solution-oriented, right? Mm -hmm. That's what's fun to me. Well, look, Ben, on that note, we're so excited about the new track. It is out today. It's called Born For This Bullshit. And even more excited for the album that's going to be dropping soon. Do we have a date for the album? Yeah, I think it's June 17 or something. There's a a song on it. I I, I wish I could play you guys. There's a song called Parents Get High. That I did with um, John Bryan, that I think you guys will like. But anyway, next one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a cheeky line from that that you can uh, tease us with for the album next year? Um, I'm trying to think the, the lyrics. Oh yeah, well the opening line is just look, and you know what? I'm just gonna. Oh yes. Ben's walking oh, out the side of the. <laughs> Please. Okay, here we go. This is the beginning. 
I remember their parties. Everybody talking just a little too loud. I passed my bedtime. Maneuvering through the crowd. Cigar smoking whiskey. Telling stories about the war. Somehow my father fell asleep on the living room floor. What made my parents get high? <laughs> anyway, there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exclusive look into the that brand new so album good. I'm Fun coming out. Guitar was a bit out of tune, but anyway, <laughs> it's it sounded, the spirit of it, right? It's the vibe. It sounded beautiful, Ben. Uh, the new song cool. is out today. Bored for this bullshit. Have a listen. It'll make you feel good. Thank you so much, Ben. It's been an absolute uh, pleasure chatting to you, and hopefully, see you again soon. Right on. Take it easy, guys. Well, Alex Dyson, it's a Friday, which means it's time to dive into the vegetable crisper in the fridge and see what we've got left over. That's right. Uh, we always love getting your messages across the week. Don't always have time to read them out every single day. So they are compiled in this leftovers. Let's get to Carly first, shall we? Uh, who sent us a message saying that I was out running this morning and listening to the show, got to my cool down and got swooped repeatedly by a magpie. Minutes later, the swooping segment started on the show. If only I'd heard about the cowboy of Warnable's technique before I left the house. Well, that's it, Carly. <laughs> the magpie must have heard that you were about to be uh, let in on the secret to magpie... Um, what's the word? Deterrence. Magpie deterrence. <laughs> exactly right. The old skipping rope around the noggin. That uh, never lets you down. Well, Trent original messaged and said, I work on a golf course and saw a dude take his belt off and swing it around his head to fend <laughs> off a Maggie the other day. I tell you what. Goodness me. Imagine that. You order the male stripper for the hen's night thinking that he's about to take the pants off, but it's actually just <laughs> to swing rid it of magpie. some Maggie's. Magpie yeah, swooping the hens. Um, <laughs> Teresa sent us a message. Matt, I accidentally stumbled on a parenting hack that might help you with your baby Chino marshmallow dramas. Um, my two-and-a-half-year-old tried to toasted marshmallow at a bonfire recently, under supervision, of course, and hated the gooey, sticky sugar on a stick so much that she's off marshmallows completely. I'm not mad about it. Maybe you have to introduce her to the bonfire marshmallow so she doesn't want one in a, in a hot chocolate. Yeah, I mean, there's no restrictions on bonfires in small apartments in Sydney, so I guess that... <laughs> That should be fine. I don't. I that's that's more. That's not a deterrent. That that'd implore Sophia to go more. I love a sticky, gooey marshmallow. Lava, I know. Um, D Blade texted in with, with regards to what was too good to be true. Said I found a sixty kilogram adjustable dumbbells online for twenty eight dollars. They sent me a ten centimeter long USB C charger instead. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit of a dud deal, isn't it? That is zero stars from me, D-Blade. Um, Joan J. Lee said, I'm surprised Ms. Bronze Password wasn't Mrs. Andrew Gaze uh, after we found out that Bronze Password was Mrs. Pete Wentz the other day. <laughs> and off the back of that, Brian H. Mack said, I found a couple of years ago that one of my best mates' go-to passwords was poo on toast. <laughs> 
with a variation of numbers and capitalizations. Literally never laughs so hard in my life. Now, I'm sorry to have ruined Fifi's Feces Free Friday. Oh, exactly. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. We, we got <laughs> so close. It's such a weird password. So like, <laughs> close. Oh, had to read it out. Oh, well, tune in next Friday for your uh, guaranteed this time Feces Free uh, podcast. Um, let's go to pe- the phone now. Petra has given us a call. G'day, Petra. Hi. Thank you most so much for joining us and uh, for not hanging up when you immediately heard us ruin Feces Free Friday for another Friday. Um, but you got in touch regarding some lost and found stories and maybe a little bit of what's too good to be true. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I was little, I would have been about five or six, let's say, um, and I was shopping with my family in Kmart, my local Kmart, and I found a wallet on the floor and I... I, we must have been learning about like the Good Samaritan or something at school because I was I remember feeling so excited to have, have this opportunity to give back some lost items and make someone's day, right? Well, you're a good person uh, because <laughs> I would get, potentially suggest that some people would have found it and been excited for <laughs> some completely other reasons, Petra. <laughs> I mean, six-year-old me, sure. No. Yeah. Anyway, so we walked around the shop. A fake driver's license to be able to get into the club, <laughs> old six-year-old yes, Petra. <laughs> definitely. Um, anyway, so we walked around the shop, did our shopping and left. And at this particular mall, the concierge desk is right outside the Kmart, or it was at the time. Um, so when we left, I trotted off to the little concierge desk to hand in this wallet. I don't even know if my mom. 100% knew what was going on and had to just follow me. But anyway, I get there. I hand in the wallet. I'm so excited. It's a brand new wallet and I've just stolen it from the store. <laughs> 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 yeah. So you didn't look inside at all. Well, I, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> oh, the good Samaritan turning into a bad Samaritan. <laughs> the thief, Petra. Yep. Oh, Apparently. Wow. Well, amazing stuff, Petra. Thanks so much for sharing with us. And, uh, yeah, hopefully the next wallet you find is filled with lots of money and no ID. So (laughs) we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast uh, today, but also this week. Cheers to Ben Lee for jumping on, being a legend and giving uh, the old ice cream factory that is Matt and Alex the scoop as to his new music coming out. How nice is that? Salted caramel, hey. Absolutely loving it. Thank you. Have a really great weekend if you are in Perth, uh, in particular for a big, big game. And for the rest of us who aren't going to be heading along, Matt, you and I have had a little bit of a chat during the week. Um, We had a big opening ceremony live broadcast uh, when it came to the Tokyo Games. And we thought, hey, why not hang out together? We don't spend enough time to, with each other during the week. How about we have a little uh, little session on the couch on Saturday? Yeah, that's right. So we're going to be jumping on Instagram Live, having a full-blown hangout uh, all across the grand final. We're going to be starting at 7pm. So hit us up at matt.and.alex on Instagram. Keep a watch out for the little live icon when it hits 7 p.m we're gonna jump on and we'll hang out with you for the whole game yeah we've been i've been wanting to hang out with my mates and watch the grand final um matt o'connor's the closest thing to that uh and so <laughs> we're gonna collab matt and alex and matt o'connor ae dyson at 7 p.m eastern standard time check out the little notification when it pops up because we'll just sit on the couch talk some rubbish while watching some people run around with a footy you can ask us questions you can make commentary hang out with us it'll be heaps of fun and it's gonna be so long that it's not gonna be slick Okay, it's just going to be, it is going to be literally that. We're just hanging out. So don't expect anything 
Too crazy. Speak for yourself. I'm getting lit. <laughs> um, no, no, I'm not. I don't even think I'm allowed to say that. Um, but, but, but it's just going to be a fun hangout. Hey, look, thanks so much for joining us. We'll catch you on Monday. We'll see you soon. Bye. Oh, we'll see you on Saturday night. Bye-bye. Yeah, see you Saturday night. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.